Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast, and welcome to the Mega Episode Round 2. That's right, folks, Mega Episode Part 2. Buckle up, we got a good one for you today. We have a Week 8 recap from last week's action. We have an interview with Coach Dion Brock and Coach Chance McClure. Coach for the middle school program, of course. We'll talk Tigers of Tomorrow and how their season went, ins and outs of coaching the middle school program. Uh, we all know it's a slow process, as Coach Jimbo <laughs> used to say. We have a week nine preview, even though the Tigers aren't in action. We'll give you key games from around the area and around the state. We have Joe Sanders. Oh, gosh, Lord, he was born a furniture man. He's coming in to join us on the back half of the show, so we will have a little fun with that. Let's go ahead and get right to it. listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. Somewhat of a porch podcast here tonight. We're actually on the school bus at Strange Duck Brewing Company in Commerce, Georgia for this recording. The weather cleared out nicely after this morning, so we are out here. Uh, hopefully you and Yorn got through the weather this morning. Wasn't too bad in commerce, I don't think, as some of the areas around here, but we do hope you are safe and sound when you are listening to this podcast. Uh, Drake Scott and the gang out here at Strange Duck have things rolling here, and bikes are going to be rolling this weekend. Uh, the big Halloween blowout bike race is going on here on Saturday night, this Saturday night, Halloween night thousand dollars in cash prizes so after you watch the dogs uh, beat up on Kentucky or whoever your favorite team may be get on out here uh, to Strange Duck and watch some really cool bike races out here on the old go-kart track Strange Duck right here off 441 where the old pro swing used to be actually only commerce OGs know about pro swing Uh, so that's where they are got a few of the arcade games back fired up on the inside the go-kart track still out here uh, that's where the bikes will be racing on Saturday night. Got some people out here practicing actually right now. So this has been a, a little bit of spectacle as we record this <laughs> podcast. Uh, great location, by the way, for this podcast. Uh, they do have the putt-putt course that they're working on. Uh, they're going to get that back up and running. they got 14 or so acres behind the building that they're going to have the driving range uh, potentially open back up and some room for activities, maybe some festivals and stuff back there. Uh, support your local commerce businesses, folks. Get out here, have a cold one. Obviously, the, the beers they have on tap here are awesome. Uh, Drake brews them all himself, so they're all fresh and they're all really good. Come on out, man. They've been great to us. Um, so we're, we're here recording in Strange Duck. Uh, we got Uncle Son. <laughs> we got Joe Sanders. Hey, no. Both of them here. Uh, before we get right into it, let me go ahead and tell you to follow us at Potluck Football on Twitter. We'll get the Potluck pick them out uh, around the same time as this episode drops, definitely uh, before Friday, so you can get your picks in. Uh, all that good stuff that people tell you to do on podcasts, like review and blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> I think it helps somehow. I'm not really sure. Boys, <laughs> stars. Boy, boys, how we doing? We are doing great tonight, Dino, and uh, I must admit, shout out to Dino. He took the lead in the Potluck pick them this week. It had been Woo! coming for a while. I'm back. I had a poor week this week, but he is on top. I'm back. Uh, Joe, how are you tonight? I'm good. I think I'm last in the pile of pick'em because I only picked <laughs> for one week. Um, but yeah, I'm good, and I'm looking forward to watching Sawn race on Saturday. Oh, yeah, we're too. gonna get Sawn in that race. <laughs> we're gonna get Sawn in that race. Paramedics will be on site, uh, so that tells you all you need to know about that race. You'll need to come on out. It's gonna be fun. 
So, we'll get right into it. Where we left off is where we always start this podcast. So, where we left off, the Tigers cover the 42-point spread at home as they defeat the Towns County Indians 55-7. Tigers move to 6-1 on the year, 2-0 in region play. The Indians fall to 2-5 and 0-2 on region play. I was actually not at the game. Mr. Saul, Uncle Saul, the postman, you're in the house uh, and the usual potluck spot up there on top of the bleacher standing up right about the 45, 50-yard line, somewhere in there. What did you see that impressed you, disappointed you, maybe made you feel good inside, maybe made you want to take it on back to the house after it got out of hand? <laughs> what did you see on, on Friday night, Song? Well, uh, we had a good night Friday night. Uh, actually, me and your brother went to the game. He filled in for you. Uh, he cooked me dinner before the game. Wow. Made, some, made me some hot <laughs> dogs. We walked over to the game from his house just right up the road from the stadium. And uh, we watched Commerce dominate Towns County. And uh, really, if you paid attention to this series over the course of its life. You actually compared it to the Banks County series. It our is, first episode ever. Song compared the Towns County series to the Banks County series. Is he and wrong? And I think that lit some fires in Banks County, but he's not wrong. He's not wrong. That man's not wrong. 25-0. and 0, Banks County is what? 30, 32 and 2, I think. 32, 31 32, and 2. You know, at least Townsend has a twice. better view, you know, when they look out the front door. Yeah. <laughs> Banks County's probably they got a better view some... on the ride home after they get beat. <laughs> They're either looking at like I 85 or some chicken houses, and Towns County's looking at the Blue Ridge. We, we, we're way too hard on Banks. Oh, no, 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 we're just hard enough. <laughs> but, stern, stern but fair. But yeah, it, it was a fun night to be at Tiger Field. We had a great crowd come out. Um, Towns brought a pretty good crowd. It was kind of a similar crowd to Union County, um, similar distance. They had this one lady, me and your brother were talking about. So you know how every team has like a super fan? Every play, this woman was like screaming her lungs out. And I'm sure she probably had like bloody lungs after the game because she was just going after the referees. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, they're about this lady. Their fans were in it. I'm just picturing like the Ohio State Buckeye guy. Is that the, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that I don't know that guy. I mean, if it's if it's 55 to seven, it's, you can blame the refs. I, I, I think yeah, that's fair I mean, to say. I think it's fair to say the refs had a big. That influence. one was up in the air. <laughs> she was blaming the refs for everything. She was she was just hollering every day. <laughs> but but yeah, uh, Commerce dominated this game. Um, like you said, we won 55 to seven. Covered the 42 point spread. Uh, total yardage. We got it. We get our stats from Anthony Gaddis. Yeah, shout out um, to him, of course. Uh, as commerce statistician, he works in conjunction with AllStarSports.com, I believe, and Doug. Yes. Doug Albanzies. Is that I how you say his name? I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but yes. That's the guy who puts on that website. We wanted to give him a quick plug and well, thank by him. By the way. Let me just stop you for a second. There's going to be a lot of stops and starts because we have a siren coming down 441 right now. <laughs> this is going to be an electric podcast. We're not going to get the usual, like, once every few minutes a car comes by on our podcast. You hear the crickets. We're getting sirens coming down 441 as we speak. Here they come. Well, that's a, a chase. It's a cop. We I got thought it might be an ambulance. That's a chase. Yeah, we got a chase going. Oh, my God. Flying over 100. <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about? Football. So we were thanking the folks at All Star Sports Gattis, and Anthony Gaddis for second. helping us with uh, the stats. But he gave us this great stat: uh, Commerce outgained Towns County 478 
to uh, 166 total yards. Yeah, and the 166, most of that was in the air, right. if I'm not mistaken. Right. And they so, had the state's leading rusher in the classification right. coming into the game. Uh, really? Kyle Towns Oates. County did. Yes. Wow. He's, he's a big running back. That's one thing yeah. I noticed about Towns County. They were small in numbers, but big in size. Do we know how many yards he got Friday? Um, oh, so very few. So we limited them <laughs> to 20 yards rushing. Wow. Uh, they rushed 20 times, so they had a yard, uh, one <laughs> yard per rush. Per rush. So they were falling down forward. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Oates was a—he was an impressive athlete. We saw him kind of move around on a on a kickoff return late in the game. They also had a guy named Jack McTaggart, who uh, looked good in pads. That's number a very seven. Towns County name. Good name too. We, me and your brother Jack were talking McGabbert. about how <laughs> it sounded. Chop down so many trees. Are you kidding? <laughs> He's, to, to us, it sounded like an Australian name, like we were doing Australian. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I can see that too. You know, McTaggart, transfer student, yeah, in the hey, Australian yeah. wilderness, grabbing up snakes and stuff. Yeah, but uh, shout out Steve Irwin, RIP. <laughs> neither of them, real though, RIP. Honestly, neither of them got much going. Uh, McTaggart got tattooed over in the middle by uh, Sammy Brown from his oh, line. I remember that wow. one. I linebacker remember position. Uh, yeah. It was an audible pop. We heard it in the stands and everybody went, ooh. You know, ooh nice goal Those there. are the best. Uh, those are the best. But, you know, we, we held them to a limited number of, of yards. We had 12 different rushers on the night, so up from our 10, di 10 different rushers last week yep. against Green County. Yep. At what point did the B-Bombers get in? Uh, it was later in the game. Later yeah. in the game. So it was like late half, third, I think. Yeah. Like they came out in the third quarter and actually they experimented quite a bit yeah. with plays that we really hadn't seen. Like they've done that a little bit, but they really kind of kept them in a little longer, mm -hmm. I thought, to kind of open up the playbook and really try some new things. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, yeah. we got a tough stretch coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Down, it's in the future, not right not away, this but week, in but the yeah. future. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I agree. Yeah, they, they put the B-Bombers in later. But overall, we had 12 different rushers on the night. Uh, Sammy Brown led those rushers. He only had seven rushes, but amassed 167 yards. Uh, he had one reception for 22 yards, and uh, and, and that was a and two touchdowns. Uh, he's such a strong runner. Like we saw that uh, there was one play he took. It was, I don't even think it was for a touchdown, but he took the quick pitch to the right side, and we're familiar with that play. Yeah. You know uh, the the guard, the tackle, uh, the the blocking back all reach block. Yeah. And he gets out in space, and the blocks were set up perfectly. And Sammy just got out in the open and uh, and ran over guys, like ran straight through guys. He's such a strong runner. He I mean, you can see that if you've ever seen the kickoff return he had in his half in the academy. Yeah. Right. He's just he's he's shrugging people. people off. Just yeah. bouncing straight off. I mean, just so strong. He, I, so strong. We saw uh, on Twitter he posted a video. He cleaned 285. Yes. Like for a, for a personal record this past week as a freshman. So Unbelievable. Just a freak athlete. Just to put myself down, I never did that in four years ago. I, I, same. <laughs> like, I think I, the, the highest hey, I ever got. I got like 135 a couple times. <laughs> He's already beat all of us here on top of the bus. Um, but, yeah, he, he led the Tigers uh, with 167 yards rushing. Many of that was yards after contact. Uh, Tylen Brock. Followed him with 95 yards on four touches. He had a touchdown. He did a really good job blocking, too. Um, I think on that quick pitch, he was the blocking back, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, Huff followed behind with two touchdowns. Um, he did a good job of passing, too. We were four for four on the night wow. with 54 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Freddy's. Uh, we haven't mentioned Freddy's that much because I don't feel like we've gotten really deep into the passing game yet. But he's a really good guy from that, that tight end position or mm -hmm. the, the flanker position. 
Uh, he, he, he catches the ball well, and he runs really well. We saw that against Mount Perrin. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a reception for 26 yards. Uh, Burns and Sherman, both senior backs here. Uh, Burns played from the fullback position. Sherman rotated in at the slot back position. These guys scored touchdown for their third consecutive week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then B-Bomber, Colton Hill, got in the end zone. Great name. Shout out. Uh, for, that's such a commerce name, Hill, you know. And Colton. There's a lot of Coltons in Commerce. But he scored a touchdown in the second half. I'm uh, the best one. Right <laughs> <laughs> and there's only one Colton in Commerce these days, besides him. Yeah, maybe. There are some from Commerce. I know what there you are mean. Some from I know Commerce. what you mean. I know what you mean. But he, he scored a touchdown late, and that was our last score. Defensively. Another siren. Let me, let me, I, all right, defensively, hold that thought. We got another siren coming in. This is, this is a serious thing. That here. might be the ambulance falling the chase. <laughs> Somebody had a wreck. That sounds like yeah, that's a cop. That's a that cop. is. That's a cop. a cop. Yeah. Going a lot. Slower. Oh, it's coming oh, he, in here. He's coming. He to may Strange be coming Duck. into Strange Duck. He's he's, he's found Song. Nope. He's he's cutting through Strange Duck. <laughs> Song. All right. Song will be. All right. Yep. Song's getting arrested, folks. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we're done here. We're incarcerated. <laughs> Me and Colton will finish the podcast. <laughs> anyway. But defensively. Defensively. Uh, Sammy had a big night. Obviously, on both sides of the ball. We're so hey. off the rails already. This is great. He he had a great night. Uh, he he and Landon Worley led the team with five and a half tackles apiece. Uh, Worley is a guy that we haven't talked about much, but he plays corner. And we talked about how um, we were building depth in the secondary earlier in the year. And Landon Worley, Creed Dunbar, these guys have been instrumental in that. Gavin Dolly. Um, Can I ask? I didn't see the game. Obviously, I was with Colton. Um, you said he had five and a half tackles in the corner position. How was he making those tackles? Was it passes or was he coming in on corner blitzes? They so Towns spread it, spread it out a lot. Okay. They, okay. they were wow. running okay. uh, they did a lot of the short passes, outs. Yeah, they like they watched some film on Commerce and they they ran the spread. Really? Okay. Five wide a lot of the time. Well, good for passes. Towns. Yeah, they got. I mean, they had 166 yards. They had yards. a couple good drives too. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. They held the ball. Uh, their size really impressed me. Like, they were able to hold the ball a little bit there early. There is an axiom that if people in your secondary are making the most tackles, it's a bad day. But if yeah. it's because they're passing it, that's not a bad day. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But but Worley made a really good play. It reminded me, it was a little reminiscent of uh, Jesse Savage years ago against Social Circle. Shut Jumped up. the route. Shut out, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Jumped the route. He bobbled the catch. Um, if he didn't bobble the catch, he would have had a pick six. But he bobbled the catch, caught the ball. We got the, the interception and took over possession there. Um, but Worley had a big night, uh, big INT, and then Childers had another good night. Bo Childers, um, great two-way player, plays tackle, defensive end like so many. He's impressive. I've seen some videos. He's Physically, he might be the best specimen on the line of scrimmage good for Commerce. Um, but he had a good night on, on defense. Special teams, Air Diaz had eight of eight for touchbacks. Uh, he had – yeah. Diaz, man. I mean, we, that, that's incredible, though. That right there. And you that have never dreamed makes, of that. Like, a huge difference oh, yeah. in, like, field position. When, they, when they're starting at the 20 every single time. It does. Whereas you go to most high school games, a good return, you'll get, you'll get out to almost the 40, maybe yeah. even midfield if you get yeah. ahead of steam. But, like, when you can't return it and you start on the 20, that's huge for your defense. Yeah. I've, I've, I love Cameron Billings and Bobo Bonds. But, uh, yeah, that is that is great. Um, yeah. Throwbacks. Yeah, throwbacks. <laughs> throwbacks to the old, the old yeah. toe. <laughs> We actually talked about that in the, so we did on the yeah. game at the game Friday night. Me and your brother explained to people that we used to kick kickoffs with a square toe shoe. We did, yeah. Uh, and field goals, field goals are straight ahead. Yep. Yes. As they should shoe, be, honestly. Somewhere 
that shoe's got to be somewhere in the field house. The Has same one, right? It's probably with some recent championships from the 80s that people are just <laughs> they're collecting dust. But, uh, yeah, Air Diaz, 8 of 8 touchbacks. He had one PAT block. Yeah. Wasn't his fault. No. He had a Never hard is. rush from the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had another one partially blocked that he actually kicked over the Tiger sign. Um, so, he had a great night. Um, one thing I tweeted out. So, we kind of had a little fun on the Twitter. There are so many mullets amongst the commerce. It's coming back. It is really coming back. That was a big tweet, too. We had, like, a lot of retweets on that. If Um, any of us could grow enough hair to bring it back, (laughs) we're all falling at this point. We're all all kind of thinning. How do you make a beard a a mullet? I mean, yours honestly could if it starts going backwards. If if someone can tell me how to make a beard a mullet, I'll do it. (laughs) That's a fact. But, yeah, the young folks in commerce, they're taking that beard and putting it on the back of their heads. To, uh, to We're make back a in the 80s. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a great look. Things, yeah. things go in cycles. I mean, I feel like when we were in school, it was kind of like the 70s are coming back. The 80s are back. The oh, 80s are back. Yeah, good look. Good look. In the early 90s, even. Only yeah. to the 90s. Good look. And then also, uh, point of interest, we had a fight. First fight of the year. Uh, oh, wow. Saw this tweet. So, so, who uh, won? If we could get some more details. So, okay. So, late in the fourth, uh, Commerce scores. Towns County was a scrappy bunch from the beginning. Uh, Bo Childers, we talked about him. He was pancaking guys, pancaking guys. Mason Gaddis, player, uh, lineman of the week from Habersham, uh, or from Blitz Sports, Habersham Electric, player of the week. Uh, he was pancaking guys. Peyton Freeman. Probably the best Mason lineman we ever had. Probably. Much better than that Ooh, guy. Woo, shots fired. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, our line of scrimmage was played a great game, putting guys on the back of their heads, and Towns wouldn't have none of it. They were, well, they were taking it, and then they were not having right. it. Right, so okay. they were taking it. They, <laughs> they were, were definitely having it, but they did not want to be having it. Right. They were getting put on the back of their head, and then after the play, they'd get up and talk some trash. So the beat bombers the get in trash there. Talk. I know. I can't believe you just made Why did you do that to me? <laughs> so the beat bombers get in there, and, and they're kind of toe-for-toe with Towns County. They put a score in the, in, uh, the end zone, and then Towns County comes out, and uh, I think the play ended on the Towns County sidelines, and there was some pushing and shoving. Oh, okay. You know, and so Towns retaliates, and then all the B-bombers retaliate, mm-hmm. and there's just this big huddle. A little scrum. A little, little, little scrum, scrum out there, a little, little rugby turn. You, you don't see that a lot at Commerce, though. No, you right. don't. And Coach Brown nipped it in the bud. He got the player that started it, and he nipped it in the bud. I bet uh, he did. Made a fool out of them in front of the entire crowd, uh, as is tradition in Commerce. Absolutely. So uh, it was it was exciting, you know, for those of us that stuck around to the fourth quarter in this blowout win, we got to see a little scruffle. Sure. Uh, but that that was worth mentioning that there was for a fight sure. at the for end sure. of the game. Um, but yeah, that that was my impression from the game. That it was, was great. It that was, was a, a fun game. I'm glad because me and Joe, obviously, neither of us were there. I, I no. watched the replay on WJJC. Shout out to WJJC, a great broadcast, and you know, Mr. Jordan and the gang did another good job. So. Shout out, Abe. <laughs> they did a uh, they did a good job, and I watched the replay. Um, so lose use play of the game. We're going to give it to Tylen Brock. Unfortunately, it's not going to Sammy Brown. Oh but I, I want to touch on this after I talk about Tylen Brock. So Tylen Brock lose used play of the game. Seventy six yard run made it fourteen to zero early in the first. That was kind of a tone setter for the rest of the game. I think that really broke the game open and kind of uh, let everybody know pretty quickly that this was going to be. A decided game. Um, 
that'll be used you lose used play of the game do go see david and jennifer we got joe here obviously go see him down you there see me too. listen <laughs> listen how about this you go see david and jennifer and then joe will come see you with the furniture <laughs> he will bring that furniture to your house maybe even the same day if it breaks you can see terry you see terry shout out terry minish he's the frequenter of this establishment strange duck so Go see him in in, uh, in commerce. Obviously, we have, we have a lot of fun uh, doing lose use play of the game. It's going to go to Tyler and Brock. What I was wondering, so Joe, let me ask you this question. We're going to get to Sammy Brown later. He had an offer come in, uh, first offer of his of his uh, you know kind of career, I guess you would say, from uh, South Carolina. Is there a way that when he's a senior at the table, instead of hats? We can have clocks lined up. I want Lou to make like five clocks with like you know Georgia, whatever, whoever offers him, and then he picks a clock. You know, legend. I've, I've never thought about that until right this second. I'm sure his dad would be very on board because if there's a bigger fan of Lou Sanders than me, it is Mike Brown. Um, so we might have to set this up the chain, and we might have to get Lou to make some clocks. Oh man, oh, so, Sammy's uh, still in the lead. He's still in the lead for Lou's used plays of the game so uh, and all i want to say is uh kirby you're not listening to this but if you are you, you, gotta, you gotta get you know you gotta get on the board boy. there off of the boy come on it's just right up 441 just, just come on down you know get on up here i mean he if could bobo offer, can do it you know you can do it he could offer him in person yeah just or come send on down. Todd, send monken up here yeah you can get just come up 441 you can get some lunch at Operion. And uh, you can offer How you dare offer you, Sammy. Joe? How dare you? Hux, how dare you? <laughs> Hux or Sliced, anybody. We're, we're equal opportunity supporters. <laughs> Shout out to the local commerce businesses, folks. So that'll be your rundown for the Commerce Towns County game. Believe it or not, that was a rundown of the Commerce Towns County game. I know we, <laughs> we got off track a little bit a few times, but uh, we'll get you back on track here. Uh, so what we want, this is obviously a bye week, and we, know we wanted to delve into some other topics get a lot of different things going for the bye week so on other topics i want to lead us off by saying a big shout out to the lady tiger softball team they're traveling to columbus they're probably there by now absolutely rode right by sanders i imagine uh they're going to columbus for the state championship they defeated lanier county two to one uh, in the series down there on short travel notice too they had to make that those plans those travel plans early because they moved the game up for the hurricane coming through yeah so those they had to travel down there pretty much unknowingly you know the day before they were planning on traveling so, down so there so update are they they advanced to the final four they're in yes. the, yeah they're, they're in the final four they're going to columbus today that's that's that was why the send-off and all okay. that so uh yeah unreal job to go down there and beat somebody that you really thought you were going to play like two days later yeah. uh two to one in lanier county uh congrats to them Go in state, you know, bring it back home to commerce. We're all pulling for you here at Potluck Podcast for sure. Can I sure. make a minor complaint? Oh, gosh. I'm a, I'm a little worried where this is going. So, RIP the Commerce News. I picked up the Jackson oh, Herald today. That's why we're doing this, partly. And the, the front page of the Jackson Herald sports section is the Jefferson volleyball team, you know, doing something. I don't know. I didn't read the article. And then you have to go through five pages to find the Commerce softball team. They get a paragraph, and it doesn't even mention that they're going to state. It just it's a small grievance. Listen, I, building on that, so the, the, this is pretty much why we started the Twitter in the first place, yeah. because I was living in West Virginia when the Commerce News like 
went under or was sold or whatever. 2017. And and like no one was covering Commerce football. Like nobody was covering it on a week to week basis. I will say that the Commerce football team was on the front page, but the Commerce softball team could have had something going on. Right. I mean, and this is no slight. Or the to, second page or third. This or is the no slight to Ben Monroe. I mean, he he does a good job, but he has to cover four different teams. Like yeah. the thing is, like when I was living up there, that's kind of when we when I came back, we me and Song started the Twitter. Because there was nobody covering it on like social media platforms, Twitter, uh, especially Twitter, which is what I'm on the most of the time. It's like you had to like search out to get updates, and it used to be kind of the Commerce News would have updates weekly. You could yeah. definitely go find it, and it's just you know we, we started this Twitter and kind of covering the uh, the program as a way to uh, um, to get to give people something to uh, to you know kind of look forward to each week and sort of just give some insight into what the Tigers are doing on a week-to-week basis. So, now that grievance is definitely well heard with me, at least. I know it's heard with you, too. So, this is kind of the reason that we ended up starting a podcast. <laughs> yeah, and, and there have been so many players over the years in Commerce Athletics that didn't get the publicity maybe that they deserve. Right. Um, Randy kind of touched on that earlier in the 100%. season. That there's There's a, been a ton of talent that comes through Commerce High School that never really kind of gets its due and and we wanted to help with that we wanted to put the brand out there put those guys out there like air diaz that guy deserves a scholarship he's a great player um so we wanted to help with that and that that's been one of the motivating factors behind why we do this week to week right and and we mentioned this and we've mentioned it several times in the podcast we're of the belief and we think it's a fact that in single A ball, you'll find just as much talent at the top yep. than you will anywhere else. Yep. Like there may not be the depth, but that talent is there. Yep. So like you know, just just to kind of put a spotlight on commerce. I don't know. We got off on a tangent here again. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, people are loving this. But so uh, other topics. Song and I talked about the Lady Tigers softball traveling down to Columbus. Good luck to them. Song, what you got for us? Um, I wanted to give a quick shout out to the band. Um, I'm a huge band fan. My well, sister. The band's great this year by the, the way. band is really good great love um, their performance my sister did uh performed in the band for seven years and uh she put her heart and soul into that and uh i, I really respect the band as a former athlete and, and appreciate what they do and this weekend or this past weekend they went to the strong rock classic in locust grove georgia they competed with uh 14 schools that were mostly single a and they earned the honor of superior overall, which is the highest award. And it was the first one that they got in three years. Um, actually, the drum major got superior. He was uh, third overall, and the color guard majorettes got second overall. So we were really well represented at this this event, and uh, awesome. just really proud of the band. We've enjoyed the halftime show. I mean, everybody's grooving up there. To, she blinded me with science and blinding lights. I don't know about everybody, but we are. <laughs> I mean, it's a great show, and we're really proud of the band and all they do on Friday nights. Also, the cross country team, they've been well represented in uh, fall sports Man, they won in the past state. years. Not long ago, last year, Coach Hale does an excellent oh, job. Man, Coach Hale's my boy back yeah. in the day. World Geography. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome job. I know a lot of the programs in the fall may not get the same spotlight as the football program does. You know, uh, just, you know, that's the kind of commerce's bread and butter is football. So we did want to spotlight those those others a little bit today. Yeah, because we have some great athletes at commerce. And really, if you look at the overall exports of the city of commerce, the best export that we have are the people. That's right. Uh, come out of Commerce City Schools, and these students work their tails off week in, week out, 
uh, and they're really great people, and we should support them in everything they do. 100% agreed. Uh, I'll close out this other topics segment real quick with Sammy Brown. Kind of the topic of the conversation uh, around social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, everywhere. You saw he received his first offers from South Carolina last night on Twitter, Wednesday night on Twitter. Uh, he, he tweeted it out. So Coach Mike Bobo giving the call. Uh, obviously, you know, good old boy from Georgia. He's got some strong Northeast Georgia football yep. connections for sure um, there with Bobo. So uh, Sammy is also on the short list for Class A Public Player of the Year, which a lot of people may not know. But uh, he has a hundred, or sorry, he has 879 all-purpose yards. Uh, 55 touches of the football, 12 going the distance, which is a crazy ratio there. 625 yards rushing alone, 139 receiving, 115 return yards. And I I think everybody's going to know where this clip's from, but it's kind of what it reminded me of when I was going through his all-purpose yards. He's got rushing, receiving, return yards. Let's just play the clip. I think it won the Heisman Trophy someday. Really? Oh, yes, sir. You can bet on it. Okay, who's your guy's favorite player? Boomer Miles. Miles. Oh, yeah. right. Don't make no difference. He can block, tackle, score the touchdown, snap the ball, hold the ball, and get the extra point. Hell, the boy will fill up the gate egg cooler, walk the dog, and paint your back for it. I'm telling you, that boy can flat out play football. And he can pass. We have seen him line up at the quarterback position. He's a backup quarterback. So I did want to put that clip in there real quick before we get to around the state. Any other final things we want to talk about on other topics before I start running through around the state results? I mean, I just want to reiterate how impressive it is for Sammy. Like, first offer out of the gate, SEC offer as a freshman. You don't see that very often. And they don't they don't rank I mean they rank players, seniors, junior sophomores, they don't rank people Sammy's age. Right. And it's just really I'm honestly just curious myself to see where he'll rank in terms of like national recruits. I know Michael Collins is the top one hundred recruit for both football and basketball. Yeah. And let it be said that commerce will never go a quarter century without having a top recruit or something. So uh, I I'm just curious to see. I mean he obviously if he can be recruited by South Carolina, he'll be recruited by other schools. So yeah. it's just great for Sammy, great for Commerce, and just super proud of everybody. Right. It is a point of pride. Right. And it it's, it's kind of like I was talking about earlier was like even if you don't see his stats, like say, say you just gave his, you know, height, weight, and then what he's doing in the weight room and say he's a freshman. I mean, there's S- there's gonna be SEC, ACC. It's like, okay, well, that that's like something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. And it just makes me feel old because Coach Brown used to babysit <laughs> him in our homeroom class. Fact. While he was in diapers, I think Fact. he was like six months old. So uh, yeah, no, yeah, just another I point mean, that made me feel old. We're washed. We're washed. There's no <laughs> doubt. There's no doubt. We're washed. But uh, around the state results, so let's talk about Week Eight, Region Eight A. Green County was supposed to take on Washington Wilkes. That game was canceled and labeled a forfeit by Green County. So Washington Wilkes now moves to 6-0 and 2-0 in the region. Lincoln County downs Social Circle 36-20. They did hit the 16-point spread kind of right on the nose, so that was kind of crazy. Lincoln certainly has some size and speed. I did watch a few of the highlights. They look great out there playing in uniform. But the results just haven't been impressive, including this one. I that don't know. That score's if, not impressive. No, I mean, I don't know. Social Circle's been really down. Is he, I mean, they just haven't been really impressive to me. I mean, they do improve to 5-2 and 2-0 and two and oh in region play, so you can't discount them. 
But to me, they haven't looked that impressive. Lincoln may be one of those teams that turns it on when they need to. You know, every once in a while you'll get a team that plays to their the skill of their opponent. And we may see later in the year that they just have a phenomenal game against Commerce. There's no doubt that the, the talent's there. I mean, from the highlights that I saw, I mean, they're, there's a big players. They look good when they're playing. They look good running. They block well. I mean, I, I just don't understand why the results aren't as impressive as maybe as they should be. But I'll tell you one thing. Next week they play Washington Wilkes. And that now that's that's a rivalry game right yeah, there. Yeah. You want to talk about a rivalry I'm, I'm game? I'm completely ignorant. Where is the Commerce Lincoln County game at? It's at home. At, at Commerce. Last okay. game of this regular season. Okay. Yep. So that'll be a big one. How they perform against Washington Wilkes will say a lot. Uh, single A public top ten. Met number one Metter was off. Number two Irwin County defeats Atkinson County fifty to six. Number three Brooks County hosted Lanier County and defeated the boys from Lakeland forty four to zero. Both Irwin and Brooks easily covering the spreads there. Number four Commerce Tigers handled business as we discussed against Towns County. Number five Dublin was on the road at number nine Wilcox. We had this as our single A public kind of feature of the week spotlight highlight game of the week. Uh, the Irish going against Wilcox and Martez Thrower, uh, the running back linebacker combo that's heading to Kentucky from Wilcox County, one of the best talents in the state. One of the um, best names, too. Great name. All, all state name for sure. All, also an all state player. Dublin won 35 to 28. Uh, Dublin seemed to be in complete control of the game as we get a wind gust here. This is that remnants of the hurricane still coming in strong. Uh, <laughs> Dublin did win 35-28. Tw- to 28. Dublin, they seem to be in complete control of the game. So, Wilcox scored late. Uh, they added a two-point conversion, and it kind of made the score seem closer than it really was. Uh, for the majority of that game, Wilcox was down two scores. Um, so, they Dublin was in complete control the whole game. To me, just looking at the box score, some of the highlights, I still think Dublin is one of the best teams in Class A public, and uh, they walk away from this game with a big win over a talented Wilcox team. Agreed. Uh, Wilcox has is, is definitely not been a slouch uh, in Class A. I think this was a four-point spread, so Dublin yes. covered. Yep. Um, but, you know, this was a good test for Dublin. We kind of see that they can compete in close games. That will be important as the playoffs roll in later in the year. Number six, Macon County defeated Schley County 28-7. Schley County, uh, they continue their fall from grace. They had a, a good hot start, but, hey, man, that region 5A, that's, that's a tough, tough region. <laughs> Shout out Montezuma. Number seven, Pelham played Miller County at home where they were considered a 34-point favorite. Final was Pelham 24, Miller County 6. So not quite the 34-point favorite that they thought from Pelham. I got my question marks about Pelham. Uh, they're definitely going to win their region, but I just kind of – don't really understand that ranking. Uh, well, they haven't played a whole lot. Region one is called region one and done for a reason. Because uh, it's Pelham and Air, and then a bunch of nothing. Yeah, Mitchell and Pelham, and then woof, it's like a sudden drop. Uh, so we'll see what happens in the playoffs with those guys. Right, Miller seems to be down this year. So uh, Washington Wilkes was awarded, of course, the forfeit from Greene County. They're number eight in the state. Number ten, Chattahoochee County was off, and that rounded out last week's top ten. Getting into some other results, Athens Academy at Prince. This was the biggest game around here for sure. And really probably a big game, top three game in the state. Uh, Certainly. Uh, ACAD was a one-point favorite. They kept it close for a half, but ultimately they got smoked in the second half by Prince. The final was 41-7. From the Athens Academy Facebook page, the first time a number one versus number two rivalry game has been played in Northeast Georgia since 1959. We had our question marks about this game, but after – 
consultation with multiple sources uh, that have a great history in at least commerce football. Uh, we found out that might be probably true. Yeah, uh, we found out commerce Jefferson in '73 might have been one versus three, which is really close. And depending on who's ranking them, might be might have been one versus two. I I will put money that there is a wall game that says one versus two from the '70s. <laughs> And someone would have to get in the, the field house to see, but I swear there is one that says one versus two from the 70s. Somebody break into that field house and see what <laughs> wall game that is. We did find at least two games of Commerce Jefferson where it was one versus three. Right. So, uh, what was the other year? Uh, 2015. Last time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so the, the Commerce Jefferson series is specifically where we had our question marks, but there's also some other ones like we mentioned. we got to break into the field house see those wall games. Uh, Mr. Song, anything to say about this result from Adams Academy and Prince? First of all, go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> Andy Griff looked great. He, he can turn it on in the second half. We saw this against Rabin County. We saw this against Athens Academy. Both of those programs are marquee programs within northeast Georgia. Um, it's almost like he can just flip a switch. Him and his dad have the connection. Uh, he gets on the same page with his receivers. Uh, Logan Johnson had a big second half. Um, Good yeah. job about the Prince defense, keeping them out of the – Right. I, I mean, mean, Athens Academy – so the, the before this game, I thought it was going to be a line of scrimmage battle because when we went and played Athens Academy, they had some hogs. Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting that, but they had some hogs. Yeah. and uh, They were huge on the defensive line. Yeah, and, and Prince nullified that. I mean, they put up 41 it's, and a half. That result is literally unbelievable. It was on – so uh, – It's not Hodge, unbelievable unless you know where the score at halftime is, where you're like, it's zero to zero, and you're – Right. They scored 40, 41 points in the second, in the second half. I mean, that's unbelievable. Again, and that academic defense is stout. Like, right. I, can't, they, I can't emphasize that enough. Like, we saw them in person. Right. That is unbelievable that they scored 40 points. And I think there were some fumbles and maybe some special team errors right. that led to that. But some yeah. short field position. I yeah. think there was a punt return for a touchdown. So, yeah. and no shade on Commerce, but I think they held Commerce to like 63 yards yeah. of offense. Um, so, Athens Academy um, not looking great, but Prince Avenue looking much better. Uh, we'll see how this game, you know, kind of what it bears for the playoffs. Um, Prince Avenue certainly in the driver's seat for that region championship now. They've got George Walton, Athens Christian ahead of them. Um, but it, it certainly looks like they will win that region. And my takeaway, I know you can't compare scores, but Raven County, they beat Prince. It was a close game, but Jefferson was able to handle Raven County. And it just kind of seems like where does this set Jefferson up in their classification? Because it seems like they have beat the best of the best True. with the teams they've been playing. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And I hate to give them credit. So. No, that's a good point. I mean, they're one of the best teams in their classification, maybe in the state. We rag Jefferson a lot, but honestly, they probably are one of the best teams in the state. Um, There's a mutual respect, though. Yeah. And Deep and, down somewhere. And we rag. I'd have to find it. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while to find it, but there is one somewhere in there. We rag 8A Private a lot, too. Like, weeks ago, we talked about how we didn't think it was that strong of a region. But if you look at the results – Prince, ACAD, Athens Christian, George Walton, those are all quality teams. And they probably that's probably a stronger region than AA Public right now. No, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, moving right along, Crisp County uh, hosted Peach County as a 14-point favorite. Huge game in middle Georgia, as we mentioned last week. Peach County with a shocker. They defeat Crisp 14-13. Peach County jumps them up to number three in AAA as Crisp, Crisp falls back to number four in AAA. 
Uh, Jackson County at home versus Johnson and Gainesville. Panthers cover as a 40-point favorite, 43-0. to They improved to 3-3, 2-1 in region play. Time seemed to be tough at Johnson, apparently. Uh, but the boys uh, at Jackson County are smelling the playoffs, perhaps. Maybe so. Uh, uh, Jackson County has done better than usual, and uh, we're pulling for those Panthers over there because we don't play them. Absolutely. We are pulling for them. Uh, Jefferson continues their undefeated campaign. We just mentioned them. They continue their reign over the region. Uh, they smack Cedar Shoals 49-0. The folks from across the river are now an impressive 7-0, 3-0 in region play. They're number two in quadruple A. Someone please beat them. Man, it ain't going to happen in the regular season. East Jackson loses over in Commerson. We're kind of in Commerson tonight. We yeah. are. We're similar. Yeah, to Commerson. Outside of the city limits, but not. You go a few more miles over. And they're also sort of close to Jefferson, we're if you think in, about East Jackson. Rock. This is Groaning Rock. This is a, this is areas out here. This yeah. is where close to where, you know, the first people yeah, yeah. settled in Jackson County. This is the OG Jackson we're County. We're throwing it way back. <laughs> East Jackson, they lost to uh, Monroe area 42-13. to They're still searching for that elusive region uh, win. Uh, spoiler alert, that's not coming. The number two, <laughs> number two ranked AAA. Oconee County Warriors hosted the Bulldogs of Hart County. The Warriors were a 34-point favorite. We kind of laughed that one off last week and said we'd take anything the house would give us on Hart to cover the 34-point spread. I think we would have walked out of that sports book with a sweat and happy that we won because the Oconee County Warriors put it on Hart County 30-7. to Not to be doubted again by us on this podcast. This was a game into the half. This was a game into the half. Uh, Hart County played them tough. Oconee County got some scores in late. Um, I still believe in Hart County for some reason. Maybe it's last year. Well, they played Jefferson so close. They we did. Just, we just thought about how good Jefferson they was. They played White County close. They've played a really tough schedule. Oconee County, I believe Hart County may be our dark horse for the playoffs. Hart County has got that Steve Savage schedule going. They really they do. Big time they do. really big do. Big time do. They didn't. They I, listen. I'm not doubting Oconee County the rest of the season. I'll go, I'll go ahead and tell you that. I'm not. I'm not saying that Hart County is bad or anything. But man, Oconee County. Oconee, Oconee Jefferson. There you go. They need. Ooh, that'd be a good game. That'd be a good game. Putnam County and Glen Hills plays played uh, last Thursday as we recorded. They were playing. They Putnam, of course, improved to seven and zero as we mentioned on last week's podcast. They won fifty five to six. Was the final. They will welcome in Jefferson County next Friday night in what should be a region championship game. Uh, the War Eagles are up to number 10 in the polls Whoa, in double A. They're ranked, ranked. they're ranked in double A. Uh, our guy Sills may have broken out his old high school gear at this point. I heard I heard he's painting up for the Jefferson County Woo! game. Oh, my God. Can anybody confirm if he's painting I up? I cannot confirm. Listen, Sills, you got to paint up for the Jefferson County game. Go cheer on the boys. Uh, Stevens County at Franklin County. How about them lines? Go, boys. How about them lines, man? <laughs> They're on their way to seven wins for the first time since 2000. They're right now. The, the funny thing about saying that is that right now they're six and one, and they're one and one in region play. Uh, they will win at least one more game. Yes. I'm pretty sure at East Jackson, or could be they're hosting East Jackson. Either way, I think they're going to be East Jackson. Uh, they'll win one out of their next three, but that will be good enough to get them guys in the playoffs. Yeah, Franklin has been impressive this year, and this was a game we were really doubting them in because Franklin Stevens is a huge rivalry. Kind of getting some feels in here from the the open mic here at Strange Duck, but Keep uh, it but we we talked about the cannon the cannon effect last week and oh. how how Franklin <laughs> can kind of sneak up on it and they snuck up on uh, Stevens last week a oh, one point victory get them boys in the playoffs put them in do. Don't put force. 
Franklin County in. Union County at Bates County. Union County defeats the Leopards 19-7. Union County is 3-2 and 1-0 and in region play. That could be another playoff team that the Tigers have faced up to this point. White County does defeat West Hall 35-0. Jay Ben Haynes is still out. We got confirmation oh, from boy, Garrett Rowland that he is still out. We'll keep checking on Jay Ben Haynes. We want him to come back, man. Yeah, he's, uh, he's an electric factory for sure. Jay Ben Haynes guy. That's right. Interview coming up next with uh, our guy, Dion Brock, a good friend from back in high school. We all graduated with him, of course. We'll uh, we'll talk to him a little bit about future Tigers, as we mentioned in the preview uh, portion of the intro. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about the middle school season this year and what he likes about coaching. Uh, he'll give us some really good insights, a good interview. So I think you will enjoy this interview with Dion. As I mentioned earlier in the show, we do have at least one coach joining us tonight here on the Potluck Podcast. we got Coach Dion Brock joining us. Uh, Chance couldn't make it tonight. We'll hope to catch up with him later. Uh, Uncle Sohn, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce Coach Brock for us. So those of us here know Dion, but for those of you who don't, Dion was a star at Commerce High School, uh, 2009 captain, all-state running back and skilled defensive back at Commerce High. Uh, Dion ranks 14th overall in career rushing yards at Commerce High School with 2,477 and uh, 210 career points scored. So uh, Dion has since went to Lincoln University in Missouri and played college football in in Jefferson City and uh, gotten married and he has a family and now he is coaching middle school football uh, at Commerce High School, and, and we wanted to catch up with Dion and see, you know, what the middle school program looks like. And, you know, Sammy Brown has kind of blown up on the scene this year as a ninth grader. Uh, so we wanted to kind of see who was coming up through the middle school program, kind of the farm system of Commerce football. So, uh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll start. I'll lead off with the one. I'll lead off with the odds. You, you go with okay. the even. That sounds good. Uh, Dion. Yes, sir. My man. How'd y'all season go this year? What was the record? Uh, highlights, lowlights. Mm. <laughs> let's see, let's see. I guess the first low light you start off with is COVID, man. And for it to be a, a season during this pandemic and everything, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. So I say, if I remember correctly, like five and – no, no, take that back. Four and one or something like that. I know one game got canceled due to COVID. And, man, the low light of the season. It's taking a loss to – Banks count. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> hey, nobody wants that. to be the guy to lie. lose the Banks count, lie. man. One of my little cousins plays for Banks Middle. Uh-huh. I, was, I was actually at that game. Was that you? was the only one oh, I came to. I was man. like, Dion, what you doing, man? We lost to Banks County. Banks <laughs> County. But listen, though, in our defense, <laughs> I will say, man, shout out to little J-Bo, Jaden Daniels, the dude, a phenomenal athlete, man. I wish we could have him here in Commerce, but he uh, yeah. left Commerce, went to Banks County. But about that. He a freak. He's one of those kids, man. He's going to have a bright future in the game. And I know y'all remember um, Runt, Moon? Yeah. Yeah, that's his little grand boy right there. Um, oh, then you remember Lamar Daniels? Yep. and uh, Man, how we losing the Banks? Come oh, on, man. man. It was him. Now, they team, the team did good, but he was definitely the X factor. That's what I'm saying. saying how, man. For sure. All right. You're right. Did he move to Homer or, or what? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he lived out in um, in a Homer, man. I don't know the whole reasoning behind it and things like that, but um, bittersweet. Yeah. He did leave, man. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, he comes back or whatnot because that class in general with him and then um, – Little Jakari Hub. Yeah, I saw um, Jakari. He can play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jakari can get down. Great athlete. Um, 
Monte's little boy actually. Yeah, Monzo's, yeah, that's Monzo's yeah. son. Monzo's uh-huh. son. Yeah, and then uh, Monte's little boy is actually in that class too. Um, Decane. Okay. Yeah, he, he actually moved to Banks County too. He's not, of course. I mean, Monte, those big shoes to fill. You know well, what I'm saying? That's like the biggest. <laughs> yeah, that's like right. The biggest shoes to fill. Yeah. Right. He a little. Um, his son. He's built different. He a little heavier, but man, the feet. So even to be that size, his feet are quick. You can see it in there, but. Long story short, that that's a good little class that's coming up. It's kind of spread out over the place. Right now. I hear you. So we we did talk about some players there, uh, kind of up and coming, you know, players there on the middle school song. Uh, won't you hit them with the next question? Okay. So, uh, Dion, what's your favorite part of coaching? You know, when we were growing up, <laughs> uh, you kind of look around the room yeah. and you think, well, he could be a coach. He could be a coach. Uh-huh. Honestly, I never thought of you as a coach. So, I thought you might Jimbo's be. Jimbo's favorite part of coaching was middle school football is a slow, slow process. process. Do you have any slogans is that you tell the middle? Process? Is it still a slow process? It's still a slow process. <laughs> it's not. Is it faster? It's slower. It's no, always slower. slower. The process is slowed down. The kids think it's fast. Nah, but it's, it's, it's still slow, man. But, um. No, I didn't think I was either, so and it just kind of, it really fell in my lap, man, for real. I know I just wanted to stay close to the game because, I mean, y'all know, former players, you miss it, man. Yeah. You you miss it, especially after years not doing it, you always got that competitive itch, man. So yeah. just coaching football, that was the way to scratch my itch right there. And like I say, it fell in my lap. I was happy to be back in the hometown, you know, supporting the, the local guys and things like that. And I don't know, it just kind of fell in my lap, man. The rest, is, the rest was history. I enjoy it, though, but... The most enjoyable thing for it, song, it's crazy, man. To to teach a kid something, yeah. to, to show them the actual technique and practice and all that stuff, but then to see them actually go out there and do it in the game, oh, man. Well, you it's say, a great feeling. You say that, and I remember when you and I and Jesse and Jake were working out up at the field house up there a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and Chauncey Jackson was up there, and you were training him. Yep, yep. And I remember me and Tate would go out and work with him on, like, his pass rushing uh-huh. and stuff. And you now we, he's he's a starting nose man yep. at Commerce High School, and he's having a great career. So I, I can feel that. You know what it's like. And sure, you, you talk sure. about that competitive nature. You know, you, who, who did y'all beat this year? Shoot, we played – we beat Hebron um, – Y'all beat Athens Academy, too. Academy, yep. Um, Prince. No, not Prince. It was ACS, actually. Okay. Beat ACS. He played some of the old region teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty pretty much how it's been since I've been coaching. It's been pretty much a collection of that old region feel to it. But, you know, you know what those private schools, man. One year they might be all right, (laughs) mediocre. The next year... They're Ten D1 prospects, right? You never know with them, man. How is uh, how's the game changed since kind of we all played in middle and high school? Is there anything that changed that you hey, notice or, or not? For really? me, man, noticing it, it's the swag. These kids got <laughs> the swag, swag, man. Yeah, <laughs> hey, cause listen, check this out. You Dude, know, listen though, you know, Steve. <laughs> when we step out on the field, everybody's gonna look the same. Yep. We're gonna have the same socks, straight lace, right? Same all shoes, high. yeah, all of that. <laughs> but now, man, they these kids they do it differently, man. They they look different. They really huh? what is it? Maybe De- was it Deion Sanders who said something about looking good, look playing good, play good. Yeah. Look good, feel they, good, play good. Yeah, they really not bought into it. All of them don't play good, but I think that's the <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the biggest difference, honestly, man. Then of course the game in general is faster, but you know how commerce is, man. We traditional. Not much changes at commerce. Yeah, still right. triple option, right. still running down your throat. I, Big I, boy ball. I figured it would be a lot was the same. And then uh-huh. a little bit would change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. a Deion Sanders, basically. <laughs> Wanna be. Well, hang on. Yeah, I mean, they don't play Wanna like Deion. They might act like Deion right. off the field. They don't play like they Deion. They dress like Deion. So, uh, thinking back, you know, we all spent a lot of time together. 
Um, what what was your favorite game or you ever played in or your favorite memory from being a player at Commerce High School? Man, um, Jesus Christ. I got to <laughs> dig through the archives, man. <laughs> it's been like 10 years. so many. Yeah, it's that and then just also, man, so many moments. But I'll probably say Athens Academy. I, that, Athens Academy, our senior year. You went it had off, to be the huh? one. Yeah. No, y'all did. You know what I'm saying? I did a little something. <laughs> this is a really good block on the right side. Yeah, Joe, yeah, yeah, yeah. come on, Joe. <laughs> I guard right tackle I right here. <laughs> I owe it to the block if we're no. just holding over there on the right side. It's not getting called for holds. <laughs> Most notorious holder. Nah, but it was good. That game was good, you know what I'm saying, as an individual. But as a team, we hadn't beat them boys, like, since we've been in, in high school, right? Because we yeah. lost to them our it freshman is, year. It been a while. Sophomore year, we lost – in Athens Academy by like a touchdown or something like that. Well, yeah, yeah so we lost by one point. Uh-huh. In the sophomore year, we lost in double overtime. Right. And then junior year, we lost by a touchdown over right. down there. Down there. And then, you know. Came home and yeah. beat us our junior year. My think that might have been overtime. No, jun- that was sophomore junior year. Was junior year, year was field, down yeah. there, and okay, we got down okay, where we okay, okay, score okay. and couldn't get it in. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. So, yeah, definitely Athens Academy. Man. It always feels good to stick it to them. I remember man. you had that, like, 96-yard run that game, yeah. too. I'm tired thinking about it. Yeah, like, over 250 gas. yards rushing that game, I think. Yeah, it was, like, yeah. player of the week yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a call to touchdown pass. Shout out to Cody Streetman, man. Putting it on the money, but – that's it. That game right there for sure, man. That that one sits well. And then anything, any moment with Steve, man, you know he endless with quotes. Yeah. So anything he done said, it stick with me. This, this a PG-13 podcast? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, trust me, it's PG-13. Right, right. I'm going to leave the Steve quotes out. It may not be hard, but it's definitely PG-13. Uh, yeah, one more question. I got one last question. We'll get you out of here. I know you got a lot of stuff to do. It's a weeknight. Obviously, your little one's talking right now. Man. She's ready to get home. And it's Thursday, man. The Falcons, hopefully we don't suck it man, up. Man, no, nah, we about to lose. Uh, but, no, uh, <laughs> so, we, yeah, you know, we've talked about, we've seen Sammy Brown as a freshman come up. Out of, hot out of the gates. Anybody like that to look forward to next year? What kind of what kind of immediate impact do we have? Any? Man, I don't know. There'll probably be some immediate impact, but Not another like same. Nah. Yeah. Said he different, man. He cut. <laughs> he cut from a whole different cloth for real. And this, the jeans is there. Of course, we know Big Mike. Slow, jacked up. Becca, she tall. Becca, arms <laughs> cut up and everything too. So the jeans is there, but man. Sammy busts his butt. Yeah. He busts his butt. Because I, f- I remember during middle school, I think it might have been during, like, I don't know, track season or something like that. Practice ended up getting canceled. We couldn't do anything. So I pop up to the field house. I'm going to get me a workout in and whatnot. And there goes Sammy. You know what I'm saying? On the day off, getting in power clean and stuff like that. And obviously, it's paying off. You know what I'm saying? We ain't seeing anything like that. And I'm pretty sure he's got an offer from, like, South Carolina or South something Carolina, like man. that. Yeah. So, yep. man. There will be some some immediate impact guys, but not like not like Sammy. Nah, man. Yeah. Well, all right, man. Uh, appreciate you uh, joining us tonight. Oh, no this doubt. is a good interview. I know we'll get you and Chance back on later. So we definitely look forward to some of the middle schoolers getting up to the high school level and uh, coming and showing out. So oh, yeah, appreciate your time. We'll Shoot, let you get out of here, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. This all gang right here. <laughs> Go back, man. For real, That's squad, right. man. That's it's right. always good to link up with y'all boys, man. And- I'm gonna come back. Y'all let me know, man. I'll come back. We'll chop it up. Shout out to Song, man. There's some stats I ain't even heard of. Yeah, man. You know, you know, blew my head back up. That's man. the Jeff Prickett stat book right there. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank y'all for having me. All right, man. Yes, sir.
Thanks again for Dion for coming out here to Strange Duck to meet with us, talk to us a little bit about middle school football, coaching, kind of what he's experienced overall in his coaching uh, coaching tenure, I guess, at Commerce Middle. Um, appreciate him coming out. So hope you enjoyed that interview. We'll pop right into the Week 9 preview. We'll start with Region 8A. There's actually only one team in action, which is kind of crazy, but everybody else is off. I guess it's a big Halloween weekend. Everybody going trick-or-treating? I don't know. Candy. <laughs> Region 8, we got Green County at Crawford County. Now, get this. Tiger fans are going to really appreciate this. Green County is a 20-point favorite against Crawford County. Wow. Now, let me tell you, I looked up Crawford's County schedule, and uh, it, ain't, <laughs> it ain't pretty. Uh, I think Green County will win the game. I don't know about 20 points, but uh, that's the only team in Region 8A that's in action Single A top 10. The wind is blowing out here right now. It, it kind of feels like you're at the beach on a balcony. It does. Unbelievable. It's, honestly, it's really nice. Unbelievable. I love this weather. It's nice. The audio may suck, but this is very nice weather. Single A top 10. Number one, Metter is at 4-2 and two, McIntosh County. They're only a 10-point favorite. That's going to be a big game that we keep an eye on on Twitter. So be looking out for us, posting scores, updates, all that good stuff on Friday night. Yeah, that's a top 10 game for the week. Uh, McIntosh uh, Christian academy they have uh the top top rusher in single a if i'm not mistaken and metter i think has the top defense in single a and that information is courtesy of the georgia high school football daily newsletter which has become um just a great source of information for us but that's a, a game that we're going to pay attention to right georgia high school football daily i mean they even had a, they had a feature on there about putnam county this week they had a uh a uh, conversation with Coach Vandegrift from Prince yeah. Avenue. So, man, you need to subscribe to them. They're they're awesome. They do a lot of good work. Number two, Irwin County is off. Number three, Brooks County scheduled to play Charlton County. All football operations have been suspended at Charlton, so that one will not be played Friday night down in South Georgia, unfortunately. Number four, the Commerce Tigers. That's us. We're off. <laughs> Number five, Dublin is a 42-point favorite against Trutland County. I'm not really sure how to pronounce that. I think it's right. Is that yeah, Trutland yeah, County? That sounds right. We're going to get some feedback from that. We'll see if that was right or not. Number six, Macon County at Greenville. They are a 41-point favorite. Again, we shouted them out before. Shout out to KCP. Hey, shout out, yeah. NBA Greenville Chance. High School native, single-A ball, NBA champion, Contavious Caldwell Pope. Uh, unfortunately, they're not going to beat Macon County, Macon County <laughs> on Friday night. Shout out, Monica. Number seven, Pelham. They're off. They've played three or four games this year, which is unbelievable. <laughs> but, uh, you know, region one and done. Uh, Washington, Wilf, they're, Washington Wilkes, they're at number eight. They are off. They'll play Lincoln County next week, as we mentioned previous in this episode. Huge rivalry game down there. Uh, Washington Wilkes and Lincoln County is. Number nine, Wilcox County. They're staying at number nine. I think rightfully so. Uh, losing to Dublin's not that big of a deal. They will be off. Uh, number 10, Chattahoochee County pitted against Taylor County on the road. This is our single-A spotlight, highlight, Ooh. Whatever you want to call it, game of the week. So Chattahoochee County at number 10 is a two-point underdog at Taylor County. Chattahoochee 5-0, they're 3-0 in region play. Taylor County 5-1, 4-1 in region play. They have the one loss coming to the top dog in region 5, which is Macon County, obviously. Uh, Chattahoochee, they'll need to find a way to win this game on the road if they're going to keep region hopes alive. They'll play Macon County later on. 
But also, if even if they lose, even if they don't beat Macon County, they need to win this game for playoff seeding. I mean, if they have to go on the road as a three seed in the first round, that's a different conversation than a number two seed. So this is a big game in five A. And what we've seen is that five is a competitive region, man. They've had Macon County, Taylor County, Chattahoochee County, Marion County, and Schley County. That that's a deep, deep region, and this is a big game. Usually we think of Region 2 as being the deep region, Region 8 as being the deep region, Region 6 as being a deep region. So Region 5 coming up as this region that we're going to look out for is kind of interesting because there's a lot of good teams that may make playoff runs out of this. Uh, So we're going to have our eyes on Taylor County and uh, and, um, Chattahoochee Chattahoochee County. County. Sorry about that. And as we've mentioned, kind of what at least my – preference i guess is to say that you the better schedule you play the tougher schedule you play the better you'll be off in the playoffs and it kind of has me wondering about region five where they're playing a bunch of quality teams week in and week out those teams might perform well in the playoffs so we'll we'll see about that again follow us on twitter potluck football we'll keep you up to date on that game in particular others from around the area and around the state flowery branch at cedar shoals flowery branch is an 11 point favorite that's a big one in region 8 4a for a couple of teams that's really jockeying for playoff seating so we'll keep an eye on that one jackson county hosts loganville Jackson County's a one-point favorite. Man, that's a huge game. What are they saying in the region standings? Huge game. So I think that they're four or five in okay. that region standings. So Loganville, Loganville, six or seven. So that's a huge game for the playoff implications. Panthers really need this one. Yeah. Uh, Prince Avenue on the road at undefeated George Walton after last week's big win. Potential for a letdown game as an 18-point favorite? I think so. George Walton has been a strong team this, week, this year. Uh, last week they beat. Athens Christian narrowly. That was a very contested game. Uh, but George Walton has had a good program over the years, and I don't think there'll be any slouch for Prince Avenue. The, the kind of uh, factor in there, the one that you have to watch is Vandegriff. I mean, he stands above the rest of them. You got Landon Owens and um, and Johnson in there, Logan Johnson. So maybe they can elevate Prince, but I, I expect George Walton to contest in that game. What is the spread in this game? It is an 18-point spread. For, for Prince, Avenue? Prince Avenue? I would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's always the chance of a letdown, but when you got talent like that, Vandegrift, five-star, man, I think he's going to propel them through. Rabin County hosting <laughs> – what? This game. This game, Banks County doesn't stand Listen, Raven County, <laughs> oh, County is hosting the boys Lord. from Homer. They're going to be favored by 42 points. What are, we, what, are we, what are we thinking about the 42-point spread? Thoughts and prayers. Uh, first half. Raven oh, is forty-two to nothing at the first half. Okay, fine. Listen, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna pile on by Banks County tonight. I won't let <laughs> they that. They have a terrible view when they get home. I'm so. not gonna let that happen. Union County playing Elbert County in Blairsville. So the Devils from Elberton is gonna drive up the curvy road up to Union Ooh. County, uh, where they will be a nine-point underdog That's at Union County. Game. Couple teams Commerce is familiar with. Right. I think Union wins this game. Uh, Jonah Daniel has returned to the lineup, which is yep. a huge key factor. Jonah Daniel, for those that you of the you that don't know, is a is an impact player for Union. Uh, right. Great running back. Uh, I think he'll be the difference. He was the difference last week in the Banks County game. I think he'll be the difference this week in the Elbert County game. And I think Union will secure that number two spot in eight double A, and Elbert will take the three seed. So a couple of playoff teams probably that Commerce has played so far. If you've met, if you've listened to this podcast throughout the whole 
series, uh, we did mention about, about Jonah Daniel. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't get to, get to play against Commerce, but he is back, so that's awesome to hear. Uh, probably the biggest game in the state, Warner Robins will host Ware County. Uh, that's a premier game. Uh, Ware County's coming in at 6-0. and They're 1-0 in region play. After the region realignment, Ware County and Warner Robins are actually in the same region. Uh, so that's number one in 5A and number three in 5A. Warner Robins 5-1, first region game for them. The crazy stat that I found, I mean, this may be the region championship, but the crazy stat that I found was these are the two highest-rated teams from a region that has all five of its teams in the top ten in 5A. So you talk about a stout region, that's it in 5A. Uh, Warner Robins will be the slight favorite at home by six points. What are we thinking about Ware County? You think they might cover that that spread and uh, at Warner Robins? Well, way up here in the – at the gateway of the foothills of the Northeast Georgia Mountains, we don't think much about Ware County and, and the swamps the down there. Yeah, the Gators in Waycross. Oh, yes. But, uh, you know, anything can happen. We'll see what happens Friday night. Maybe maybe we can find out what's going on with this region. Um, and we'll be paying attention to this score. That's for sure. A stout region. Uh As we mentioned, we'll try to keep you updated as much as we can on Friday night on that score. So that's going to be a big game there uh, in in 5A ball. So, as you've heard so far, we got Joe Sanders back on the pod. Shut up. I mean, unreal. Uh, The mega episode is back again. This one might be longer than the last one. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure what our our time clock is right now, but we're, we're pretty far in there. Let's talk about this this time segment. Last time we compared high school programs to college programs. Now we're going to get a little bit more into Joe's background, the Sanders family background. We're going to compare high school football programs to pieces of furniture, maybe, maybe, maybe even decor. You know, it doesn't have to be brands. It doesn't have to be. It, it, we're kind of open ended here at the Potluck we Podcast. We have to give credit to Taylor Seals on this one. This, this is, is a completely his idea. By, yes, this is a this Seals the, the deal. Wasn't this it? is a Seals the deal mailbag response. The only mailbag response we have, by the way, if you you know, we send out the mailbag. Which, send it in. What is wrong with you? Send your send, send your, your questions in. We got the mailman here yeah. uh, at the at, you know Commerce Post Office for now. Um, <laughs> Furniture segment. We wanted a furniture segment. We had something else planned. We may get to it later on in the season, something like that. But we got a furniture segment here. We've got some teams that we want to talk about and compare them to pieces of furniture. Who wants to start out? I'll go first. All right, Joe's going to lead us off. Let's get it. All right, I just want to shout out uh, Dino here. I hadn't even thought about Sammy four years from now having clocks at his decision. (laughs) Listen, but if if I have any will left in this life, it will be to have three or four clocks. Sammy Brown's clock. If we can convince Coach Brown to do that, listen, that'd be, that'd be the win of the year. And if I know Mike Brown, I know that he would want nothing more than that. Time's ticking down. Uh, anyways, I gotta collect myself here. All right. So the first one. I kind of gave this away on my Twitter, which if you're not following me on on my Twitter, what is wrong with you? Don't follow him. It is at the (laughs) Joe Sanders. You have to follow. There will probably be some questionable things on there. Don't worry about it. Um, Madison County, Sloan's team. Yes. I mean, we all know Sloan is a good Madison County born and bred boy. (laughs) Uh, They're a good porch rocker. They they are good for a couple weeks, couple maybe maybe a month or two out of the year, especially. 
late September, early October, but when the weather gets cold, they are useless. <laughs> they, you're never going to invite anybody ever to be like, hey, look at my new Porsche Rockers. No, you won't ever tell anybody that because it's kind of embarrassing, yep. which is what Mass Gunny is. What's well, them playoffs, uh, it. You, you got to start worrying, but not last Matt, year. Last year. Well, you know, blind squirrels and that kind of thing. <laughs> Mass Gunny is good for a couple of good wins, and then when it gets real, they disappear. Okay, fair enough. Song, what you got? On the same note, I had Social Circle. So Social Circle is, in my opinion, a lot like an ottoman. A lot of people put their feet on Social Circle <laughs> to propel them to success. You know, when you're sitting on a couch, you kind of prop your feet up on an ottoman to get comfort. Oh, my. Um, the Tigers may put their feet up on Social Circle this wow. year. Wow, shots fired. Yeah. My word. All right, so let me get to mine. Uh, Prince Avenue. I had Prince Avenue. Traditionally, Prince Avenue hasn't been good. Uh, if you go back, you know, back in time, so to speak, as we were talking about, I used to work at Sanders. You know, we'd pull stuff out of the yeah, warehouse yeah, yeah. Uh, that you're like, man, this thing could sell for a lot right now. And that's why Joe brought brought the idea to me. That's like, you know, you find the old <laughs> antique furniture. That might be what Prince Avenue is. Listen, they haven't had a great history for a, a period of time, but now they're back, and they are one of the best things that you can buy. Are they back, though, or are they here for the first time? Listen, they're probably... So when they announced that they were going to play football, <laughs> that was like when you bought when you bought. But then they was like, oh, man, this is oh, not Lord. good. And now it's like, well, they're back. Where's the stock going? And, now we're up. and we're back up. So that's, that's where I have them. Game. So traditional furniture that's back in style. That's like Prince that's Avenue. Prince Avenue. Okay. Joe, next. East Jackson. <laughs> East Jackson is a big, big, comfortable sectional. You got to hear me out here. I'm interested to hear you this. You got to hear me out here. All right. So the East, wind's whipping up. That means that I don't think God likes us very much, Joe. <laughs> you know, he might have his own opinion here. <laughs> All right. So it's, it's good for the whole family. You know, if you may have lost a couple games beforehand, it's good to see East Jackson on the schedule because that is a get-right game. It is, oh, my God. It is family-friendly and also a big sectional. You can stretch out because there's nobody in the stands. And you can just kind of – you got a little elbow room there. You may, you might as well take a nap in the stands. Who knows? The, the game might be boring because you're going to beat East Jackson by 50. But, you know, it is what it is. Jeez Louise. Saw him. What you got next? All right. I had uh, Lincoln County. So, Lincoln County is a region opponent. Uh, Lincoln County has traditionally been one of the best programs in the state, if not the nation. Uh, just like Lazy Boy has been uh, one of the, yeah. the most popular Love brands it. in the nation. But, you know, kind of with, with recent times, Lazy Boy might have taken a hit. Lincoln County has kind of taken a hit. So, I feel like they've, they've stepped back. People aren't buying as many recliners. Uh, Lincoln County hasn't won as many games, so that was my analogy there. I'm telling you what, this hurricane may have turned around <laughs> and ch- and changed its mind because it is windy out here, folks. It's coming right for us. It is windy out here, folks. All right, I got Rabin County next. And kind of, we talked about this a little bit before the, before the pod, but cabin furniture with, like, the carved headboards, Whoa. the custom stuff, oh, the, bear skin, the bear skin rug. Woo! strode about across the floor <laughs> listen place. it may not travel <laughs> once you it may not be good in any other county it might not be good anywhere outside of north georgia but i tell you what you can't beat it you can't beat it in north georgia and that's why that's why i kind of chose that for raven county joe what you got all right my second to last athens academy is a nice formal dining room <laughs> It is. It's nice. It's fancy. It's a little exclusionary. You don't eat 
You don't eat at the nice dining room table throughout, throughout most of the year. If you only got square foot, you can't have a dining room. That's it. That's it. It's exclusionary. You know, and if you're just, you, if you have a nice dining room and you want to eat, like, you know, maybe a turkey, turkey and Swiss sandwich, you know, <laughs> like people may do, you know, like me every day at lunch. Turkey Swiss, shout out. <laughs> you know, you may eat at the kitchen counter. You may eat on the sofa. You're not going to eat on the nice kitchen counter, on the nice dining room table, right? Except for a couple times of the year, we got this coming up with Thanksgiving, That's with right. Christmas, and what happens around those times of year? People show up that aren't usually there. You know, like you have an aunt, you have a great uncle, you have some distant cousins, maybe a five-star receiver or running back that aren't usually there. <laughs> you know, you know that sort of thing. And that's that's kind of where I get it with Ethnic Academy. You know, you might have some people show up that aren't usually there. Not not anything wrong with that. I'm telling you one thing. We bring Joe in for one thing, and it's these segments. He is always on point. Song, what you got next? Them Jefferson Dragons. Hey, hang on. Look, listen. If this wind died down, blown out of this we're going to get blown straight off this school bus. Song, who you got for Jefferson? Pottery Barn. <laughs> Pottery Barn. Jefferson is trendy. Jefferson, uh, they they are trendy like Pottery Barn has been in the past decade, maybe 20 years. Um not much before then they are here now you can go get a nice uh a piece of furniture from pottery barn and people will notice jefferson dragons people notice beautiful absolutely beautiful i agree 100 percent. let me close it out with Irwin county one of my schools that i had last time that i chose to keep on this one because uh joe talked me into this listen we all consulted joe about this because <laughs> the sanders family is the furniture experts you got to go see him hey, in commerce. Get that free ad in there. Got to go see him in commerce. Joe will bring you out your there furniture. There's no money being exchanged. <laughs> there's not. There's actually not. Listen, Irwin County, a hardwood bedroom, kind of a setup, a whole deal. It's a solid. All right. It may not be your number one furniture in the house, but, but it, it is last. solid every year, year in and year out. And every now and then, you know what? You might consider it the best furniture in the house. You might. You might. Might win state. Joe, what you got? All right. Last but not least, obviously commerce. Saul stole a little bit of my thunder uh, earlier. I told him bit. it was okay. A little bit. A little bit. Commerce is, you know, you forget about Lincoln County. Commerce is a lazy boy. Com- lazy boy has not changed their setup <laughs> for like 70 years, and neither has commerce. Commerce is going to run that triple option. It's like Novocaine. Give it time. It'll work. It'll work. I mean, you know, maybe Lazy Boy should have branched out to the younger generation recently. They have it, and it's fine. <laughs> People are still going to buy that. It's dependable. You get home, you, you grab a cold beer, maybe an iced tea. This is a PG radio place. And you, you, yeah, PG 13, whatever. You lay back in your Lazy Boy, and you've got it made. Same thing with Commerce. You know what you're going to get, and it's going to work every time. That bingo. is what Commerce bingo, is. Bingo, bango, bongo. Song, what you got to close this out? Go Tigers. Listen. I think what was noticeable there was Commerce and Lincoln County were both the lazy boy. Listen, that rivalry, it's real, and it's going to continue here in a few weeks up at Ray Lamb Stadium. The boys are on by this week. We obviously covered a lot of ground for you today. We're going to let you off easy now. Another mega episode. The wind's about to blow me off this bus. Thank you to Drake for having us out here at Strange Duck. Come see them. Come support them. We got uh, Saturday night, the bike race is going on. 
uh, come out and, and support that event. It's going to be awesome. Uh, local businesses and commerce obviously need need the support, and this is just a really awesome place. We're glad to be here. We were really, really privileged and glad to record here on top of the bus. Uh, hopefully, we can keep doing this. Hopefully, you loved the episode. Uh, share it you know, with all your friends. Uh, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter. All of that. We're going to have the potluck pick them up, and uh, until next time, we'll see you later.